0: I'm Harold Offay, and uh, I'm here with Wising Arts Director Donna Linus <laughs> and um, I've been having a series of conversations with um, various people connected with Wising's history. Um, we're continuing to mark the 30th anniversary of Wising Arts Centre. Um, so hello Donna. Hello, Harold. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for agreeing to take time to have this little in-conversation. I'm sort of structuring the the conversation around three questions, talking points. Um, So we'll just kind of go through those. Um, So just to leap into it, um, the first question, could you um, describe or discuss your first experience of spending a night at Wising, I presume in the farmhouse, but it might not be.
1: (laughs) Yes, it was. It was my first day in the job as director of Wising. And I was, for the first four months, actually, I was living on the site. So I was commuting up on a Monday, staying until Thursday evening, and then going home for a long weekend, and then coming back again. So because I had been living elsewhere and I was relocating and yeah so the very my first day in the job I spent the night at Wising and was in the little room at the top of the stairs room two (laughs) it used to be called room three actually but it's room two now and yeah I remember I was the only person in the farmhouse that night so and I'm quite easily spooked by things like that but I felt very very comfortable and Happy in, this, in to be in the house, even though it was on my own in the, you know in the dark in the countryside, not not what I'm used to, or wasn't at that time so yeah i had a i spent an an evening on my own there, and I remember waking up um the next morning and just being so i guess kind of moved in a way by drawing the curtains back and then just seeing the garden um it was April. April the 5th actually was the first night my first day in the job you remember the day exactly. yeah wow. um That's great. yeah and then just sort of yeah opening and looking out onto the garden and thinking wow what what a beautiful place to wake up in and there's such a nice atmosphere and the birds were singing and it was my first day and you know my first well second day at that stage in the job i was full of optimism and um, somehow yeah joining at that time of year as well in the spring all just felt really joyous in a way so that was my first experience
0: really so you're coming up to an anniversary yourself then aren't you it was 2005 mm-hmm. april is it 15 years
1: yeah it is 15 years me correctly next month that's wow, true yeah. actually yes okay. yes i did not expect to stay for 15 years but here i am <laughs>
0: I mean, what were your... Ex- did you have expectations of, you know, when you were appointed? Or I mean, I'm, I'm not sure if part of the interview process was obviously sort of coming, but mm. um, I sort of also wonder how that experience of staying here shifted, or if it did shift your uh, sense of what Wising is as a place.
1: Yeah, definitely. I think <clears throat> being able to live on site for the first four months was really good because it meant that I could see, experience the place at t- different times of the day and night and basically have an experience of what an artist who would be coming to be in residence would be and what, you know, the ebb and flow of the people on site and off site and what it was like to be there on your own, in at, you know, at midnight and with no one else around. And yeah, it was, it, it definitely, I suppose it just made me realise that yeah, that that's what set Wising apart from other places. The fact that there was this house, and that's you know, and actually the four months that I was there, there was a lot of toing and froing, lots of different kinds of artists coming. So people who were doing residencies, a family moved in for a short period of time into one of the rooms, and the atmosphere changed when they came. So I could really see how different kinds of people being in that space also changed the dynamics. Of, of being resident in Outwising. So, yeah, I guess I hadn't, maybe I had, because I'd come from a, another gallery, you know, I'd been thinking, well, I'd been working in galleries for a long time and had wanted to move out to to try a different kind of model and to think about, you know, research and production and for, you know, for that to be the focus. So... Yeah, maybe when I first started I was still in gallery mode, you know, in a way. So <clears throat> having that experience of being in a much more domestic space straight away probably it was quite formative actually then to what, what led, you know, in terms of how we began structuring residencies and thinking about people coming together in that space.
0: Mm. And I guess, yeah, I mean, that that journey over kind of 15... 15- <clears throat> Years as well, in terms of what you found here when you arrived, In into I mean, obviously, I mean, the thing about Wising is still evolving, but um, could you speak to that a little bit? I mean, that's quite a big, broad question, but um, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. it's not very helpful, but.
1: yeah. I mean, it felt it was very different then. It was uh, so obviously, we hadn't done any of the you know, we've done a number of capital projects now, and the site has been landscaped and. There's a different feel to it, I guess. I mean, I suppose it felt maybe a lot more functional when I arrived. There was a lot of the older farm buildings, like there was really some really large barns at the front of the site. Um, <clears throat> so you could really feel the fact that it was a farm before, actually. Uh, when, when I first came here, there was a lot of, well, I guess just the buildings felt much more farm-like and much more... Um, functional, I guess, in terms of what their use was. So I suppose over the, the time, a lot of a lot of it has been about how we sort of move it more into being an art centre. I think that was one of the things that I was quite keen, because I remember even when I was doing things like interviews for local radio and things in my early days, <clears throat> people would always say, you know, ask about the farm, and I would say, well, but it's not a farm anymore now, it's an art centre. You know, it's sort of like, somehow we needed to decide like what this place was, you know, and like really think what it is, what it's trying to do. And <clears throat> then the buildings then also started to adapt to that more, you know, and then we started to build purpose-built studios. So now, to me, it feels like it really is an art centre, and it's for, mm. you know, it's got a lot of the sort of physical infrastructure to make it possible to make work here as an artist, mm. But perhaps in the early days, it felt a bit more ad hoc in terms of how the buildings mm. had been adapted. Mm.
0: Now, no one talks about it as a farm, do they? <laughs>
1: no, not anymore. No, but <laughs> it, it was quite strange at the beginning because mm. the people, I'm, even this one interview, I just remember in particular, a sort of cat saying to me, but, so you don't have any animals anymore? And I was like, but, but no, because it's an art centre. But I suppose, <clears throat> you know, in terms of like this whole road, Fox Road, where we're on, all of these Houses were farms at one stage, so this this part of South Cambridgeshire would have been all farms. So in a way, yeah, that all changed in the eighties, and I guess just sort of leaving that behind. Now, you know, a lot of like our next door neighbour is, is runs a business there now, and that would have been one of the older farms as well. So I guess it's just time has moved moved on, and things have changed in the local area as well. But yeah,
0: I mean that sort of partly segues into the next question which is about um asking you to describe how would you describe wising to someone who's never been here i mean for me this is often a tricky thing in terms of trying to kind of encapsulate what uh what 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 happens to you um i mean you've got a professional relationship really with this question but yeah I'm still curious to know your answer
1: oh <laughs> just think about it all the time it's like how i mean just I don't even know if the right words exist because we use words like campus and I guess that's the closest anyone's got to it but it still doesn't feel like the right word um, or, you know, we like a workplace is something as well but then, you know, I've been thinking about this word work quite a lot actually especially in relation to um, labour and, you know, Helen Cammack's film about the pressures of work so I am i don't always feel comfortable about talking about it in that way either. Any, not anymore. Whereas probably I used to be. So, but trying to put it in a nutshell is basically a place where artists come to ultimately make the work that they want to make. And we will, the institution tries to be a facilitator f- for those artists and their ideas. And, um... And I guess it is a workplace because people are coming to work in the studios to work on the art that they're creating. And we're all here working as well to create programs or the other way of framing it potentially or that we have framed it as a a research center for the arts and artists where artists can come and undertake the research that they're focused on often you know in relationship with us so we you know we put out these open calls occasionally where we're sort of saying well this is an area of research that we're looking at you know who wants to come and also work on that research here with us so yeah this whole thing about yeah research um work uh the campus all of that hopefully creates a sort of series of words that sound quite dynamic, you know, it's not a passive space, it's a sort of active space, and I guess we also ask that of audiences when they come, that often they're coming to do something, you know, it's not like a leisure type experience, so, yeah, I don't know if that was all a bit too rambling, if I should be a bit more, I suppose the reason it's a bit, I find it complex, you know, it's not something that's easy to articulate
0: Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of institutions are sort of based around outputs, aren't Mm -hmm. they? Or, you know, um, sort of these kind of fixed points or defined. um, Whereas I think Wising So Much, like you said, about um, sort of process and research Mm -hmm. and the development of ideas. But also, I mean, we've just been talking a little bit about it, but like kind of community and the Mm -hmm. kind of sort of social aspects of kind of hosting and... Uh, initiating conversations all of those things are sort of less tangible and and they manifest themselves in so many different ways Mm -hmm. um but yeah there's something very vital about that i I feel like um i was interested about your kind of ambivalence around the word work Mm. because i think that's um yeah maybe more to do with the way that um and this does speak to Helen's film, Helen Cammack's film, but um, the, the, when you have agency with work, so like, you know, because um, so many forms of kind of sort of labour, uh, people feel disempowered mm-hmm. or having to... But And I think the thing that's special about Wising here is that it gives agency to people's work. Yes. And that because they have... There is a, there's time and space and... Um, speculation and wonder which maybe sounds like (laughs) Mm. like for me one of the excuse me one of the difficult things i think when i got the residency here was just dealing with the fact that i just had time to do stuff it's like oh and not having demands really made um yeah
1: that's that's what i mean about (laughs) work. you know so then if you call it a workplace suddenly that sets an, up an expectation yeah, that you're yeah, going to come yeah, and you're going to be yeah. in the studio producing. And that's not, you know, that's works for some people. That's what they want. They want to produce because that they've carved out some time to be here, to focus on that. But other people just want some time just to get away from all that and just to think and to, to connect with peers and to talk about ideas or talk about <clears throat> directions or problems or, you know... And to use it as a speculative space. I mean, I do I do talk a lot about Wising as a sort of place of potential. I feel like there's a lot of potential all the time. You know, there's a sense of potentiality around. I don't know if that makes sense. Um, where things could go in any direction and we're always kind of waiting to just be told by the artist who's working here like where they want to take things and then we'll help them take them there. So it's a kind of, yeah, it's a sort of space of waiting and then acting on things very fast. But some people don't want to do that. You know, they want to just be here and not feel that there's going to be something that comes at the end of it. And, you know, it's not like we're all sitting around waiting, you know, like for someone to tell us what they want. You know, it's more about them structuring it so that they're able then to come forward and say, well, actually, I do want to develop this into something else or I want to work with a partner or can you facilitate this or I need more money or, you know, so, yeah, it's like it's a spe- there's a speculative kind of space.
0: But you also, I think what people might also sort of miss is the way that you frame and shape conversations mm. here. So, I mean, it's not, it's not completely like a sort of like open house, flat structure. There is a sense in which there is kind of direction, um... Uh, which I think also helps. I, mean, I I think that's kind of also easy to kind of get lost in the way that... So, for example, the way that you use the idea of the polyphonic and, and now we're moving into this broadcast. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think they're... Um, instead of being constrictive, they're quite generative sort of models. Um, I don't know if it's really a question, it's more of a comment, but I'm just kind of interested yeah. in that approach that yes. Wising takes.
1: Yeah, I think yeah. at the beginning when we first started when i first started being involved with residencies here they were they were much more open and it felt well what what are you know what is the role of these residencies and is is that the right way of doing it you know and then they became incredibly competitive when it was much more open and <clears throat> really <clears throat> you know difficult to get a residency here at one stage so yeah so the the framing started off as a way to kind of focus um, ideas, I guess, and then, yeah, we would structure a lot of events and talks to start expanding out some of these kind of words that we would use, like polyphonic or or even things like we explored the forest in one residency and looked at that from lots of different aspects, you know, through public events, but also discussions with the artists who were here, but I guess as as times have changed and things have changed, and then also realizing that the the relationship with artists who are coming here isn't just a one way relationship you know we are also in fact learning a huge amount from talking to artists and then taking back what they're telling us so that, the, that we're changing the institution ultimately you know so actually when then then realizing what well actually we could you know if we want to f- frame a whole year around something like the polyphonic where we're looking at many voices and then bringing in many different voices perhaps voices that we hadn't listened to before or heard before and then how can we build on that into the next year <clears throat> and then how you know how can we then adapt the institution better to make that those voices have more visibility or what you know what needs to change institutionally as well as practically so this that's been very exciting to be part of because actually it is you know it feels like wising is this place where you can um, really try to sort of engage in some of the bigger questions that people are struggling with in terms of more societal questions i guess and and also think about what the role of a place like wising is now in the arts and how we can actually set you know set ourselves a challenge to to be better at things or change or make things easier for artists. or um, Yeah, so a lot of the framing is around, <clears throat> you know, artistic, what ultimately will be artistic outputs, but there are also institutional effects to mm. that way of working.
0: And sort of Wising does operate now within, the, I guess, sort of constellation of art institutions in a very particular sort of way. It has quite a particular sort of mm-hmm. place in that um use an analogy, the landscape. Um, and, I mean, has that been a very deliberate strategy for you in terms of differentiating <clears throat> why things wrong?
1: Yeah, I mean, well, it's partly practical. You know, we're not in a town or a city. We're not even in the middle of the born village. We're on the edge, you know, so... And we've got all this land and we've got a number of buildings. You know, yeah, I suppose, you know, anyone who is um, running an arts organisation... Especially one that's in receipt of public funding, he was constantly questioning are we are we doing the right thing with this funding? are we putting it to the best use? are the right people receiving it so that's a constant process of self reflection as an institution. so I guess then you think, well, actually, how can we expand the reach? how can we uh, Position, not not necessarily position, but how, what is the most useful role of Wising, I guess is what we really come down to, you know, for artists and the art, the visual arts more widely, and then around that, a number of partnerships have emerged, mainly, you know, of potentially like-minded organisations or peers, or, or part of maybe bigger networks of different scales of institution that then we can. Um, I guess test things out on behalf of a wider group, and maybe in a way. Or, uh, but yeah, I, th- I think it's about not necessarily. Well, I suppose there is a certain amount of deliberate positioning in in that. You know, we want we want to be connected. We don't want to feel just because we are up a B road in the middle of Cambridge that we're somehow disconnected. So, I think those partnerships and relationships beyond. The geographic boundaries you know are really really important and ones that we spend you know pay a lot of attention to as well so so that there is a dialogue with a wider peer group
0: absolutely we've got one last question um so this is partly based on the artist ruth beale's kind of ongoing Project I think that she set up in the farmhouse which invites uh, artists to leave a book or publication um, uh, that future residents or visitors can kind of engage with and over time has sort of built up this kind of really nice uh, library resource um, so just wanted to ask you Donna what would you or have you left um, in, uh, in the farmhouse as, as part of that offer?
1: well what have I left I've left my sofa that was my sofa I've left your personal sofa yeah a lot of the furniture in the farmhouse Mm. was mine and the the work studio actually
0: was this from downsizing when you moved or you just
1: Um, or when I got a new sofa
0: upsizing sorry (laughs) (laughs) upscaling (laughs)
1: sorry Uh, (laughs) I mean the, the cot in the big bedroom was my children's cot wow car seats were my children's car seats Oh, it's quite know. a lot, um some oh. toys were my children's toys, so I've left domestic things in the farmhouse that yeah. probably people don't really know, but yeah, yeah there's this furniture that was mine that's in there now oh. um so that's uh, yeah um
0: uh, in some ways that's a kind of an extension of your hosting,
1: yeah and maybe <laughs> of, <laughs> yeah. no it's
0: i mean yeah, I mean that's kind of interesting to sort of know that that's sort of actualized. Yes, through the kind of fabric of that domestic space. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: um, I have also left books, and I'm trying to remember. I think I might have left two. I've le- I, le- uh, I definitely left Borges's Labyrinths, and I think I might have also left The Rings of Saturn. Siebold. Uh I-, I think that's one of the books that I left. Um, but in terms of what I might leave into the future I suppose um I don't know I suppose maybe more practical things maybe I suppose the farmhouse was reshaped quite significantly by the artist Giles Round not that long ago so it feels like such a a lovely space in there now you know he designed he helped create a very nice ambience in terms of commissioning people like Ruth Beale actually mm-hmm. to make wallpaper and curtain, you know, Giles designed curtains and there's a lot of kind of artworks inserted in so that we commissioned mm-hmm. that are in the farmhouse now. So I suppose beyond more of those kinds of things, um, yes, maybe more practical things like... Mm-hmm. None, better soundproofing, and <laughs> less draughty windows.
0: <laughs> the creaks are part of the charm, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not everyone would say that, actually. <laughs> but,
1: yeah.
0: No, I mean, I think it's a very rich space, I think, and it, that comes through, I think. Um, you know, some of those previous commissions by Giles and mm. Ruth, and um, there's a sense in which it's a very domestic, convivial, social space, but it's just a nice to conversation with 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 artworks and yes. things that have been of clearly thought through and mm-hmm. considered um yeah it's i think it's really from someone who spent some time there it's yeah. A really yeah no it's a lovely place to be in mm.
1: yeah i mean we could do with i guess that you know i suppose i'm just thinking with my practical you <laughs> could do with you know Accommodation is something that we really struggle with mm. here now because so many people are coming and just never feels like there's enough enough room. Mm. So maybe maybe my contribution mm. should be another another farmhouse, another farmhouse. <laughs> another farmhouse. Well maybe yeah, not extension. another farmhouse, but more <laughs> well, funnily enough, we are doing a cabinet <laughs> help for, yes. I think my contribution ultimately has to be about yeah making sure that the infrastructure, you know, all the spaces are fit for, per- you know, that are the best they can be, and are improving and adapting and changing as people need need them to. So that that's kind of my role here, mm-hmm. isn't it, to make sure that things are functioning in the best mm-hmm. way that they possibly can for the people who are using them, and are and to create a, as nice an experience as possible for people who are coming.
0: Roll on, thank <laughs> you. Thanks, Donna. Uh, Thanks for giving us the time.